America and everywhere else in the world, welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. And I'd like to begin this episode by saying Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody. We made it through 2020. Now, I know some people would like to say that this was arguably one of the most difficult years of their lifetime. Some people, though, also conversely would say that they had a great year and they uh, started to do some new things. If you had a hard year, you know, let's look ahead and hopefully some good things happen for you in 2021. And if you had a great year, keep it up. Simple as that. <laughs> this year, um, we brought the new year in. It was a low-key thing. Everybody I spoke to kind of was uh, just like, hey, I'm just going to be home with my family, intimate intimate shit the the game has changed the world really seems to have turned upside down but i think there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to number one um we can now we don't like the game of working has changed right so these big corporate companies that people work for realize oh you don't have to be there all the time you know but i think balance is like a thing that has become more of a thing, like put in the forefront of people's lives because it's like, okay, I'm at work too much. Fuck, it's driving me insane. And then you're like, all right, cool, now I'm home. Now I get to spend some quality time with my family. And you thought it was just going to be a couple of weeks from like March 16th of 2020. You were like, fuck it, it's just a couple of weeks. Next thing you know, seven months goes by and you hate your family. I was actually, me and my wife were talking about this like, we saw people, a lot of people got engaged. We saw a lot of people broke up. And really, in my mind, I'm like, yo, if you made it through the entire year, last year, 2020, if you made it through the entire year with someone, you should, you know, you probably could fucking marry him. You probably could. Because it was not easy. It is not easy to be with someone 24-7. You know, you're two different human beings. Eventually, you will clash. You will bump heads. And it's how you deal with that, right? You know, it's funny. It's it's really cool when you start having open, honest conversations with your partner or even the people that you live with. You got roommates, whatever. You start telling people, hey, listen, man, I don't like the way you leave food on your plate and then you put it in the sink. You can't just scrape that shit off into the trash can. And how come you keep putting stuff in the recycling bin that's not recyclable, right? Can we be a little more conscious? Um, just have, have an open dialogue about things that don't turn into these big, dramatic, reality TV-style fights in your home, right? Keep that shit outside. That belongs outside. It's cool to get into a fight on a train platform with a person that looks like everybody should be separating these two adults from getting into a fight. You know how people fight on TV, when they come at you, like their arms are doing this windmill thing, like maybe one of these punches is going to connect. And it's always devastating because some, for some reason, someone always has glasses on. And when the person with the glasses gets hit, the glasses come off and then they put it in slow motion so you could see how fucking directly they, the person swinging connected. Boom! Glasses fell off the face. You should have took your glasses off. Rookie mistake. But anyway, you shouldn't be having that going on in your house. You should be having open dialogue about things so everybody can feel comfortable at home. Because we spent so much time at home, why would you not want to feel comfortable there? 
and you start ordering a bunch of shit on Amazon. Every time you come home, it looks like it looks like Christmas. So much so to the point where people on Christmas had no gifts under their tree. We're getting gifts every fucking week. You know, I keep making this joke too, like this woman be shopping joke. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write that joke. That's a Dave Chappelle nutty professor. Women be shopping. You cannot stop a woman from shopping. Damn. So my wife likes to order a lot of stuff on Amazon, as do I. And I was like, you know, women be shopping. That's like a thing that we do in, at, in our home. What do you guys do? Um, yeah, but it's great. And we intend on leaving our Christmas tree up until it dies, you know, until it becomes so flammable that when you're lighting a candle next to it, it could just completely go up in flames and burn the whole building down, God forbid. Uh, that, would, that would be terrible because you lose all your shit. Everything you worked so hard for. I started a knife collection in 2020. That's the thing I started. You know, I bought some knives and shit. And then the other day, and then some cool shit too. Like I learned, I learned, I learned the different types of knives and the history behind them, and what countries they come from, and what era they were used in and popular. And I learned some shit, so I bought some cool stuff. So you get a cool knife, so people come over. And you go, hey, check check this out. Check out this knife. And I, you know, just got these cool knives. I educated myself on that. Um, and I have been having conversations about things. I remember, so I got this big furry hat, right? It's a big, furry, what you would imagine somebody in Russia walking around like, but like a... Like a person in this, a man in uniform, you know, I got this big fucking furry hat, looks like a big animal just sitting on my head, but it comes down, it covers the ears, keeps your head warm, you know, and I was wearing this hat, and I told my wife, I finally got this shit off my chest, I was like, you know, a few years ago, um, it was actually quite, it was probably like 10 years ago, a few years ago, and people say, a few years ago, no, this was like 10 years ago, so I had this hat for a long time, I bought it for $6, I bought this hat for $6 at H&M down in Soho, they had one of these crazy sales, and it was still back when H&M was still good, I got my, my theories about H&M, you know, sometimes you'll find some gems in there, but sometimes you'll find some shit that you could literally only wear like twice before it starts falling apart. I don't know what the hell happened to them, but it's really disappointing because the prices are affordable and they got some pretty decent basics, or at least they should. Anyway, I bought this big furry hat because it was freezing and I said, fuck it. I think I could pull this off. I bought a big furry hat. One day where I used to live, there was a mouse. And the reason I saw the mouse is because the hat was on the fucking floor and there was a mouse just inside my hat. The hat was facing like the top side was down on the floor. Mouse was sitting in the hat. I see his little head peeking out like a little fucking prairie dog. And um, I was, I was, it really bummed me out. And then the cat jumped in, got the mouse, killed the cat. Mouse. The mouse that was killed by the cat. Um, mouse was cute. I'm one of those people that I think mice are cute, you know. I actually, when I was a kid, I was formerly one of those people that thought that a mouse could get big enough to turn into a rat. And then I got older and realized that they're two different animals, right? Like a cricket can't turn into a grasshopper. So why would a mouse turn into a rat? But this is the kind of shit you think when you don't have people around you and the proper influences in your life. 
So yeah, and and I, I picked the hat up and I never washed it. And I admitted that to my wife today in this new year in 2021. I said, babe, this hat had a mouse in it one time. Never washed it. And she was like, yeah, but what about like feces? I don't think mice are just running around shitting all over the place. I mean, they are, but are they though? You know, like I don't, I mean, the inside of the lining is black. So maybe I was just putting mouse shit on my head for a few years. And I used to rock a real short haircut. So you know what? If I was going to get sick from mouse feces, then it would have happened, I think, a long time ago. Truth of the matter is, I think I have a pretty strong immune system. And maybe I'm dumb for saying this, and I'm not a scientist. But I used to think, hey, listen, I walk around barefoot. I touch shit. My immune system, I, I rarely get sick. So maybe, you know, putting mouse shit on my head wasn't going to be the thing to take me down. You ever wonder what's going to be the thing that takes you down? Because whenever I'm in a situation, you ever start choking? Choking makes you panic. Whenever you can't breathe, whenever you have a difficult time bringing air into your lungs, that can make you panic, which in turn, I think, makes it harder for you to breathe as well, right? So you start freaking out and um, you just, uh, just your anxiety is so built up that uh, you just, you know, you can't fucking breathe. You can't breathe. Not being able to breathe is scary. And and you start thinking, fuck, is this going to be the thing? Is this how I go? Do I suffocate but just in place? Suffocating sounds terrifying. It's the thing I think about. But yeah, you know, being honest with people that you live with. It was a huge theme this year. Taking time to learn about yourself. Yo, we got a new year. And the other day I was catching myself being a little cynical too. Because it's easy to do that. Right? Isn't it easy to do that? You ever catch yourself? This is this is the level that I'm on with this shit now. Sometimes I catch myself feeling away and I'm like, whoa, I really have just given myself permission to fucking go here mentally. I don't even have to share it with people, but I'm sharing it with you. But I'm like, fucking the holidays, right? This shit is throwing off my workout schedule. How selfish is that? It's throwing off my fucking workout schedule. I got to go be here and have obligations. I feel like fucking, I feel like Kevin from Home Alone. When I get older and I have my own, f- and, I, and, and I'm fucking, I forgot what he said. He was like, I'm living alone. And the kid's like six years old or some shit. How old was that kid in that movie? He was young. And uh, I started feeling like, you know what, one day I'm just not going to have any fucking obligations. And then I started thinking to myself, man, you know, that sucks because there are people out there that never get invited to anything, don't have anybody. And being lonely is very difficult because as humans, we need each other. We're tribal, you know, takes a village to raise a child and all that jazz and all that jazz. Um, So, yeah, why would I think that? Why? Because I was in a shit mood. And sometimes you got to be able to chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. You got to be able to do it because if you catch yourself in a bad mood, you start making decisions while you're in a bad mood. And next thing you know, everybody hates you. And then you go, oh, man, I really wish I still had those friends that invited me to stuff instead of that. I don't need anybody attitude. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. I love the um, Tim Robinson. I think you should leave. If you haven't seen this sketch show, it is on Netflix. And do yourself a favor and check it out if you want some real laughs, if you want to hear some real truth. Um, Yeah. So it's good. It's good. This is like one of those, it's one of those refreshers. Because I was, oh, so this is the mood I was in. I was like, the fucking holidays and 
Now I got to pretend like I give a shit because we made this thing up about, oh, it's New Year's. So now it's a new time for me to have a fresh start. You know what it is. But it's also I live in New York City. So the reality is it gets really cold. And the next holiday that comes up, you know what? My wedding anniversary is coming up and that's going to be great. Because what happened was this, this was the year 2020 for me. New Year, a lot of fun. Shout out to my friends Mary and Tim Racine for opening Young Ethel's. And we spent New Year's there. We also got married there. And um, it's in Brooklyn, South Slope, I believe. I'm not a huge, uh, I'm not super knowledgeable on the neighborhoods in Brooklyn. I know Williamsburg. I know fucking Bed-Stuy and shit. And honestly, Bed-Stuy to me was a, uh, just like, the place Jay-Z is from to me all my life until like I got older and started like actually being in Brooklyn. You just hear about the legend and then you go to the place and it becomes real. I think of life like the way I think of if you ever played Grand Theft Auto and you can see the map, but it's like out of focus. It's blurry, right? But in, except for in the area that you've already been and then as you actually go to you know this place exists but it's blurry to you and then you go there and you're like ah huh now it's a real place because i've been here so yeah then i was like man i wonder if you know i'm walking over here maybe hove was walking over here too right i mean at least that's how i think but anyway so yeah we we brought in the new year with friends right and um it was a great time it was a great time. We all drank our asses off and went home, went our separate ways, woke up safe and sound and got to live to see the next day and live to see a whole fucking long year of surprises. It was a year of surprises, everybody. Hi, I'm 2020 and I'm full of surprises. Um, and then we got married on February 6th. I caught the flu. Maybe I had the coronavirus. I don't know. The coronavirus came out afterwards. So, you know, it's like... I don't know. I don't know what it was. But I got real sick, which is very rare. And it was one of those like, oh my God, I'm such a physically able-bodied person. And now I can't even get off this couch. What is wrong with me? It was one of those, which is really frustrating, right? We take it for granted how much, how easy it is for us to just stand up and walk around every day. And I'm telling you right now, yo, the second, we all know this, the second something happens, the second like you like hurt. Say you jam your finger. When was the last time you did that? Jam your finger. Now you're walking around with this gigantic swollen finger. And it's making you think about your hand. You never think about your hand. You know? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, hey, it's 2020. If I, if I, you know, if I hurt my hand, I could just get this one removed and just get a robotic hand. Which is stronger than a regular hand anyway. So maybe I should just do it myself. But, you know, back in the day, if you got your hand chopped off, you were just walking around with a fucking nub, you know? It's a different life. And then and adults would see you with your nub and they would understand. They'd be like, yikes, I was unfortunate. And common a common thing to happen was, you know, it'd probably be you'd be work you'd be like a carpenter or some shit. Boom! Somebody distract you while you're cutting up making a stool. Next thing you know, boom, you lose your whole fucking hand. Then you gotta go home and tell your wife. Cause you couldn't text your wife. Not that it would be easy to text with one hand anyway, 
but you couldn't text your wife and be like, hey, listen, or, or your husband. You couldn't text them and be like, hey, listen, I uh, might have cut my hand. Isn't it funny how hard it is to tell people that something bad happened? Like, if you cut your hand off, you're like, hey, listen, so I may have cut my hand off. It's not, it's never, yo, I just cut my fucking hand off. It's never like that. It's, hey, so, uh, like, you almost feel guilty about it, even though it happened to you, um, because you're now a burden. Like, fuck, you got one hand now. Is it the one that you wipe your ass with? Because I'm not fucking doing it for you. I actually had this, isn't it, it's funny. These are the kind of real conversations I've been having with uh, even my parents. You know, I was with my dad a little bit on Christmas. He was like, he's like, yeah, son, you know what? I would wipe your ass if something happened to you and you were in a, incapable of wiping your ass. I was like, cool, man. Like, and I thought about it. I'm like, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. And it's a level of maturity that I've yet to reach because his balls, I feel like, are too close to his ass. And I don't want to be that close to my father's balls. I'm sorry, but I... Just, I, I strongly, I feel strongly about this. Um, bothers me too much. And again, wouldn't wipe my mom's ass either for pretty much the same reason. You do the math. Um, but I know my mom would wipe my ass. And I know that for a fucking fact. And uh, that's just, you know, but that's, but that's what a parent is. But we do get to that age where our parents feel like they, you know, they took care of you your whole life. Hopefully, some parents suck. Some parents suck, you know. And some parents are amazing, and you want to give them everything because they did their best. But we're all human beings, and we're capable of also sucking. So if you got great parents out there, give them a call. Give them a call. Sometimes I see my nephew, and I see his mom, my sister-in-law. She shows him mad love. And I think for a brief moment in my mind, I'm like, man, I should give my mom a call. I, I really, this really happens. I should call my mom. Fuck it, right? You know? Because you never know. This year, that's what this year, that's what this this previous year taught us. So you never know what could happen, right? Somebody get fucking COVID. They get hooked up on a machine. It helps them breathe. You know? Maybe people decided that they want to change their wardrobe last year, huh? You ever think of taking it in a different direction? Looking at old pictures of yourself like, man, I can't believe I used to wear that. And then you show up. Because this is the thing. You can tr you could have tried so many new things. I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. We're still in our homes, right? We're not fucking just going out to party and shit. People still have COVID, you know? And then people are talking about aliens and shit. Who knows, right? Who knows what's to come? I hope it's good things, but can't have good without evil, brother. Um, but listen, guys, um, I just want to say welcome to a new year. Can someone welcome me into a new year? They already did. They already did the ball drop. By the way, I saw um, the... What the fuck? What is it? I saw the ball drop special. I forget the name of it. Who's the, the Dick Van Dyke one, I think it was. And Ryan Seacrest was on it. And goddamn. It just wasn't the same, man. Like, New York City is my hometown. And to just see a bunch of Planet Fitness, uh, wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube guys all over the uh, middle of Times Square instead of actual human beings getting frustrated with each other, having to use the bathroom... You know, but you're in a crowd, so like, what do you do? 
when we were 16, me and the fellas, we actually were sitting in my boy Julian's house and we were like, yo, we should just try to go down. Go down and uh, see. We went down. We had like a, I had a Gatorade bottle. You can't, it's hard though. It's You, you don't want to like pull your dick out in the middle of a fucking crowd of people and start peeing. This was before like people started like speaking out about people doing perverted shit like that, you know? Not that it was perverted. It would really be out of necessity. But guy pulls his dick out, it's a problem. Unless he's in a bathroom, right? Or unless you ask him to pull his dick out. And it's just you and him, right? I don't know. I don't know the rules, actually. That's a, that's a, that's on the list of, thi- of things. Um, no, but it's, I, I, that's the main concern, I think, when I see those people, those huge crowds in Times Square during New Year's Eve. I'm like, you motherfuckers have been out there since like early in the day. And you're going to stand out here for hours. It's freezing because this is New York City. And uh, who, where are you going to the bathroom? But whatever. I mean, that's just what I think about. I know you're bumping in, everybody's all irritable, but it was sad this year, man. Like, the streets were so light, so empty. It was just like, yo, this shit is, like, kind of hard to watch. And Ryan Seacrest didn't even look like he was into it. And he's always, and he's always, like, got that, he's always got a certain energy about him. You know? And I don't know if, you know, he's getting a little older. He's been doing this shit for a long time. I don't know if he's jaded he's like, fuck it, it's cold, I'm standing out here by myself, there's nobody around me, you know, I gotta pretend to be excited, like, you, we feed off the energy of a crowd, the moment I can get back on stage and hear people clapping for the fact that all I just did was walk onto stage, that is gonna be something, I'll tell you that right now, um, And I'm looking forward to it. Hey, guys, listen. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Take care of yourselves. We're going to get the vaccine, baby. And we're going to do big things this year. Do big things. You could do small things, too. Because people try to front like the small things are not important. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's nothing bigger. Brother. All right, guys. Listen, take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey,